Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? What of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is the 22nd of March. We're two days into spring. It is Friday. It's the last day of the work week. So I always just love Fridays, man. People are happy on Fridays, and that's so cool. And today I have, first of all, forget where I'm going today yet. I want to thank everybody for your response on the questions of what do you want to talk about? Oh, my God. I just printed this morning, it was six, seven, eight, nine, ten pages of questions. Ten pages. And I've got, you know, way more insight into what everyone's asking. And I love the questions because those questions are like the finer points that I love talking about. And sometimes I'm not sure, is this too much? Is it not too much? What's going on? So thank you for contributing to that. I really appreciate it. And I will start working it into shows as of Monday. So we'll go from there. Um, Today, I have a question from Eliana. And she asks, how can we help our children move past feeling stuck in the mud? Meaning, the acknowledge, well, let's say to acknowledge the pain, feel it, and how can they learn to move past it going forward? Love you, Nadia. I love you too, Eliana. And I have an answer for you because it is hard for us to watch our kids going through things that we went through, that we went through. And we want to make it easier, better, faster. Because it is hard to watch. It's a process. But I have to tell the butterfly story here. And I'm sure all of you have heard it. If not, you're going to hear it for the first time. But it's a great example of how we need process. And it's the little caterpillar. And it's getting out of its little cocoon to become a butterfly and fly away. And it's fighting. It looks gruesome watching the new butterfly break through the cocoon to be able to fly. But what happens? Someone sees it. They decide for the butterfly that that looks too hard for the butterfly to break up that cocoon and fly. So they help it go in and they start opening up the cocoon so that the butterfly can fly. And what happened to the butterfly? The butterfly died. The butterfly 
needed to use all the strength to break through that cocoon so that it would have the strength to fly. Otherwise, it could stay in the cocoon. So we don't want to, children, we need to be patient and trust the process. However, your question is how can we help our children move past feeling stuck in the mud? How do we help them? What can you do today that would help them? Because they're going to go through breakups. They're going to go through disappointments at school. They're going to go with being hard on themselves and being disappointed because they want to do their best. And if it doesn't work, it's hard for them. So where do we go from there? One, the biggest one, is through your example. If you have been someone who doesn't feel stuck in the mud and gets up every day, has breakfast, takes care of business, and then deals with whatever the day brings you, so will they. But because it may be their first, their second, or third time going through something brand new, they don't have a set pattern yet. They don't have a way of going through pain yet because they're young and they were veiled from a lot of this until they start losing their protection in their early teens. So they're fairly new at dealing with emotional pain. The other thing you can do today is keep, and this is from now till forever with your children, this is one of the biggest safety nets you can give your children, and that is to have a structure in your home where every day there's things that everyone just knows in. There will always, let's say, be dinner on the table. The house, for the most part, will always be clean. Wash will always be done. It's running like a well-oiled machine. Believe that or not, that structure, even for us as adults, just knowing that everything still keeps going, keeps us going. We don't stop and pile, 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 and then, you know, at some point it takes us a week to clean up all the piles, maybe longer. Structure for children, even if the children aren't structured themselves, keeps them understanding that they don't have to worry about everything because there's certain things that they do every day. They keep the room clean. They might contribute to helping with dinner. They might have their chores and taking out trash and being part of a family lets them know that life does go on. It may be hard in the beginning because those hits, those, those emotional hits are so hard in the beginning that they have to let themselves feel it through. They may not be acknowledging their pain to you because they're teenagers. And teenagers are funny little creatures. We were teenagers, and they are funny as teenagers because they are also not only feeling these things for the first time, but also for the first time 
they don't want to discuss those things with you. That's the hardest part. That was, as a parent, to me, that was the hardest part. It wasn't trying to make ends meet monetarily. It wasn't, you know, any of the things that you would think would happen with the kids. It was when emotionally they wanted to take themselves on on their own. Because what happened to me as a mom is I like to help. I'm a little helper. And I had to know my spot. I had to know my lane saying, I can help you. I can, you know, I've decided you need to feel your pain. I've decided you need to pass, move past it. All you need to say to a child is I'm here if you need me. I know it's hard to be going through what you're going through. I know that. I've been there. I don't know how you're dealing with it. I know it's not easy, but I'm here if you need me. So give them the verbal invitation of coming to you without trying to fix it or even ask them because you probably know for the most part you might not have all the details. But just letting them know you are there and that you are an option allows them to make a decision which is really important to them because they are in that age where they're starting to understand autonomy, self-autonomy. They're starting to understand that they kind of have a hand in their own life. And they're also starting to understand, kind of walk through life with trial and error, like, hey, I'll try this. Hmm, that doesn't work. I'll try that. So that once they do leave you, that they can fly, that they can take care of themselves. Because if we have children and they're dependent on us solving things, and they go away to school, they have a really hard time because they are not used to doing it on their own. So the answer to that question is just remember the butterfly story. And now you have to pull out your strength so that they can see things, so that they can learn how to navigate when they are also around someone who is in pain instead of going after that person and wanting to help them and feeling responsible for their emotional well-being, they can offer that if you need a set of ears, I'm here. I don't need to judge you. I don't need to get anything back from you. And you don't even have to say that. Saying you have a set of ears says all of that. I don't need to know everything. I don't want to fix it for you, although it's tempting. I just want you to know I'm here. And when you say, I just want you to know I'm here, you're actually saying all of that verbiage I just said without saying it verbally. Imagine when we are in a situation and we're not ready to talk about it yet. We're processing. We have to allow ourselves to feel the pain. And just them not being able to move past it is teaching them that, you know, everything takes time. 
We got so used to looking up an answer, getting this information in a second. We thought we were fast back in the day. I remember when I was in in college and getting out and books like the one minute manager, the, you know, five minute this, and, you know, and this is before Google, before the influx of any kind of computer generated work. We wanted everything fast. We're trying to skip the processes, but we need the processes to function in the world that we live in. I just got, this is so cool. I got on my, um, on the chat. I just happened to see, I am far right wing. Obviously this show is not for me. I apologize for the intrusion. Pretty funny that that even had to be stated, but I don't know what far right means to this show. But anyway, that's kind of interesting. So going back to our kids, Let them teach you who they are. Let them teach you who they are by you witnessing how they deal with themselves. There's a lot of surprises that come out of that. One, you start to realize they're a lot more capable than you ever thought they were. And it may surprise you how they decide to take care of themselves. But I would go back over and over again to the offer. Make the offer. You only need to say it once. You don't need to go, oh, wow, this has gone on for a week. Remember, I'm here if you need me. Just let it go. Because that will teach them so much. That's like saying, I have confidence in you that you can handle this. I'm here. Sometimes people just need an ear. They need to hear themselves say it. Because once you hear yourself say it, it comes out, it's done. If they come to you, you can say, you know, sometimes I just talk to myself. And that helps me hear myself. That helps me see it. But if they're not asking, be patient. Because there will be a day where they can receive what you have to say. And sometimes, and this one has really helped me a lot, was let's say we'd be with friends. And just organically, we start talking about when we were teenagers or how we deal with things present day. Wow, when I get hurt, I find out that if I just go out for a walk, I at least start to think about things and start to process what happened. Because you're obviously always thinking about it, but I get to process it. And then the kids like in the background going, oh, yeah, hmm. maybe that's all I need. You know, maybe I'm being too hard on myself. I'm trying to fix it right away. And I'm, you know, stuck. It looks like I'm stuck. But I'm, I'm actually not stuck. I'm just like marinating. So taking those opportunities, watching a movie together and seeing somebody mull through an issue is another way. Because never forget at this age, when kids are teenagers, especially when they're in their, after their freshman year, because in their freshman year, they're still like a hybrid of needing you, wanting you, and acknowledging it, and trying to be independent. 
But once they become a sophomore and they're no longer the new guy on the block, they want to start feeling like they're that older kid. And junior a little more, and by senior year, they don't want your input at all. Because if they didn't, psychologically, kids need to feel like they can do life better than their parents, different than their parents, or their way, finally. And then what happens is they have to feel that psychologically, or they would never, ever want to leave home. And I wish I had known that while my kids were in high school. Because it would have not made me feel so traumatized that, you know, I was out of the equation for a while and it did traumatize me. But I also am not a very intrusive person. So I didn't, you know, try to fix anything. I remember telling my daughter when she started high school, you don't have to tell me everything. I trust that I've raised you in a way that will give you the questions you need. But if you need me, I'm here. And what happened as a result of that, which I didn't see coming, was that she wanted to tell me everything. And sometimes I was like, la, 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 I don't want to know, you know, I want to plug my ears. But I ended up being a hub for her and for her friends, and everyone would always be at my house. And I had a pulse for the most part, until senior year. Senior year was tough. That's where I was feeling traumatized because I was like, wow, she used to just spill all the time and I got used to it. And now I know what she's doing is probably not in her best interest to learn. And my big thing is what if I die? Have I taught them what I wanted to teach them, which is independence, being able to be self-reliant, when it comes to dealing with things because they have to leave me. And it does go back to your goals as a parent. And I think every parent should set goals. What do I want from my children? Well, I want them to have integrity. I want them to be independent. I want them to be able to navigate in our world. And I want them to be happy, figured with integrity sense of independence and happiness, no matter what they plugged into their life, job, friendship, relationship, they would be happy. They would feel confident that they can take on whatever comes to them. Let's take that into our lives. That's true for us. We live in integrity We understand what it feels like to be independent so that we don't depend, meaning come in and jump onto someone else's back and have them live our lives for us because then we won't ever be happy when we do that. We will never be happy doing that because deep inside we know it's our job. And that would would give us that sense of happiness. So really think about that. I hope I helped. I hope that was a good answer to a very complex question, but yet in the bigger picture, a simple question. You keep moving forward. Go past go, and they will learn to do that. They learn more from us by what they see than ever say. And that's when they're actually receptive to anything we can ever say. 
So good luck. Let us know how things work out. I have another comment. It was, our souls are simple in need. It was a post I put on Facebook. When we start to tell it, that is not the way things are, is when complications set in. So Susan says, well, you need to explain this one, maybe on a Friday show. Well, we're going to talk about it today because our souls are so simple. All our soul wants us to do is learn, nothing else. Our soul knows what we came here to do, and it's on track. It wants us to do it because that's what we came here to do. It's like going out and you go shopping, and you know what you need. And because you know what you need, you walk in the store, and out of the millions of things that are in front of you, you go to what you need, you buy it, and you leave. And our soul does that with our commitments that we made to do while we are here. So it says, okay, out of everything in the world, pay attention to this. And then if we're going off and veering off in the other direction, it says, oh, wait a minute, let me give you a gut feeling that tells you this isn't yours. And then you go to that thing and you get that gut feeling like, hmm, maybe not. You know, I don't know. I'm not really feeling this. So then you back up a little bit and you start looking for what you do feel. It's like hold is a compass. It's, it's leading you through feeling, through heart, through commitment to yourself of what you came here to do. Then when you start to tell it, well, you know, I don't really want to do that because I'm really attracted to this little whatever exciting thing over here. And you start doing it. And the whole way through, you're thinking to yourself, you know, I'm kind of feeling like this is a quick thrill, whatever it is. And sometimes it's stuff that takes us off our path. Like, yes, take that item that you didn't pay for. Yes, do this. Cook the books at work. Or yes, go out with this person that you know already you don't love, but you're very curious. Or that you aren't really sure why you're there. And it starts taking you to learn lessons. So what happens is when you don't listen to that compass that lives inside of you, you get a barrage of lessons to tell you why. And part of it is your growing. But when we say our lives are complicated, that is why. Because we aren't in tune enough to know enough to tell our soul, hey, I got, I got it. You know, thank you for the direction. Because there's many things soul respects the fact that we have free will, so respectful that when we veer off, it pulls back. doesn't keep saying, I told you so. I told you you shouldn't have done that. Look what just happened. Look what you did. We don't say that to ourselves. Our soul does not say that to us. The ego says it to us, but our soul doesn't. Our soul just steps back. And then when we go through the experience and we start to say, oh, I, know, no, I now know why I shouldn't do that again. Because now it kind of took me down this path and I don't like where it led me. 
I don't like getting in trouble for impulses. That's why when we say someone's impulsive, we, we think, oh, they're just not thinking things through. Doesn't mean they're good or bad. They're just not thinking things through. Or they're listening to the weaker part of them. And we instinctively pull back from those people. That's why longevity, people want ability underneath the chaos. And if that stability doesn't exist, then we don't know if we can create a partnership of some kind if there is no stability. Doesn't matter who the person is, that's just how we react. Without even thinking, we see chaos, we think stay away. And a lot of it is because we're dealing with our own most of the time. And it could be good chaos. It could be you're making a film. It could be you are creating music. It could be you are starting a new job or buying a new home or, you know, creating a new life for yourself in some ways. It all depends what the chaos is. And when it's done and we start to conclude, if we don't listen to our soul again, the same thing will happen to us again until we learn that our soul is our true partner. And the soul is different than the brain. We all have a brain. The brain, if you can think of it as a computer, and your soul is the input. And your heart gets that feeling of yes, no, maybe so, over and over and over again. It's like something comes in, you're stimulated, you see it, whatever it is, And then let's say you just ran into a red wall. You saw a red wall. You think, wow, that's a pretty color red. The soul says, yes, it is. Your heart goes, wow, it feels good to stand here. Your brain goes, oh, it feels good to stand here. Feel good to stand here because that's the brain's job is to be very efficient. If you say, this red wall is giving me heart palpitations. God, I hate the color red. And then the heart goes, well, get away from the color red if you don't like the color red. And then the brain tries to get you away from it. That's how it all happens inside. So the soul's needs are simple. And they're very directive towards what you came here to do. And then our free will decides how we're going to get there. And when we take roads that are not paved with love, and let's say we don't know it yet, or we're not even aware of that part of us yet, implications. And then our job is to resolve those complications. And as we get older, we get better at it. Because we start to recognize, okay, went that way before. Hmm, Didn't like the outcome there. Went that way before. I did like the outcome there. Maybe I'll try this and let's see what happens if I can go beyond me liking the outcome. Because the second time you do things, it's going to take you a step further because you're going to go through the first part a lot faster just because you've done it before. So when you think about it that way, you start to think, hey, you know what? I could be my own partner. I could be someone who listens to themselves. I remember clearly when I first saw Christ and I actually started acting on the things I wished I had in my life as opposed to just wishing. I did not realize how many years of my life went by. It had to be plus 40 plus 
for me to even learn that the reason I didn't have those things in my life was because I didn't know how to deserve what I wanted. And the way Christ healed that in me was by slowly giving me better experiences. So I have Eric. Hi, all. Eric here. I had a question similar to this one. A neighbor has a teenage boy addicted to video games and hating school, gets violent with the internet turned off. Parents don't know how to deal with him. Any suggestions? I will do a show on that, Eric, because that's a huge one, and I do get that a lot. So I am going to add that to um, Monday's show. So stay tuned till Monday for that. We've already run out of time. Is this possible? Let me go back to the studio and see. Oh, my gosh, I have like 30 seconds left. I want to thank you guys again for your questions. Eric, I got the question for Monday, and hopefully we can start to chew that one up. That's a hard one because now we're fighting dopamine. We're fighting that good feeling inside of someone. But it also got developed over such a long time. So let's see how we can turn that into a positive. We'll do that on Monday. I will see you guys then. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.